to another episode of Secret Shoppers. I'm Kristen. And I'm Debra. And we're here doing the same thing we do every week, secretly visiting our local stores to check out what's going on and tell you guys where the good stuff is. And today we are focused on Viruses Are Us. So come join us. Hello, guys. I'm Carmen San Diego, and I'm a virus specialist. How can I help you today? Oh, hi. Um, we're looking for a pet. Is that what you have here? Yes, that's, uh, we have very special pets here, and they're called viruses. Oh, what are viruses exactly? Like, could I get one for my hamster, or could I get one for my cat? Of course, you can get one for either of your pets. Um, so generally, you can think of a virus as a set of instructions, which are their genomes that comes in form of DNA or RNA. And these genetic instructions are then are covered by a protective coat. And the virus uses that coat to get into a host cell. And once it enters, it releases those instructions uh, into the cell and then hijacks its ma machinery to copy its genome and to make all the viral proteins that it needs to form new infectious viral particles. And these are eventually being released out of the cell and they can either go and infect neighboring cells or um, they're being released into nature and they're going to look for a new host. And regarding your pets, there's many, many different viruses that function all a bit different. There are ones that infect hamsters, there are ones that infect cats, there's basically a virus for all types of organisms on Earth. I could even get you one for your plants if you'd be interested. Are viruses living things then? Can anything be a host? Well, we, we, we don't really consider viruses to be alive. It only has some activity within a host cell, right? So they might be able to exist on a surface for some period of time, but they're not doing anything. They're not growing, they're not moving, and they'll just degrade over time. So. Only a living, to answer your questions about the host, only a living cell sort of can be a host that can provide energy and proteins to the virus. But that said, we also have a special section on computer viruses, if you were interested. And today we have a sale. Oh, uh, no, thank you. We would rather have a virus for our pets. Um, what kinds do you have? So they come on all different flavors. We have DNA viruses, um, really cool ones that they sort of hide and come back to cause disease when your pet is really stressed. We call them herpes. And we have special RNA viruses. We call them retroviruses because they make DNA from their RNA and then eventually integrate into the genome of your pet and so can stay there a, a lifelong. And wait, we just got a brand new RNA virus in called SARS-CoV-2. It can infect your hamster, your cat, your dog, and even yourself. And um, a recent study from the Netherlands that just appeared in Science by Munich and collaborators just showed that this amazing virus can jump from minks, sort of cats, um, into humans and then back into minks. Oh, amazing. Um, but we want to know the source of our viruses since we want them to be organic and not lab produced or genetically modified. Don't worry, we only carry all natural viruses. We get them mostly from bats that we find in caves around China. And these are really great reservoir 
or viruses. So, and then eventually we take them and we adapt them into intermediate hosts like civet cats or raccoon dogs, and then we will sell them to you all ready to infect your new pet. Great. Well, thank you so much for the info. Um, and we will come back shortly to let you know what we decide. You are very welcome. Thank I'm you. glad I could help you. Have a good one, guys. All right. What do you think? I don't know. Do we really need a virus? It's a little weird. Why are we even looking for viruses? Yeah, let's go home and rethink this whole thing. Let's rethink it. Everyone, think twice before visiting Viruses R Us. Until next time, secret shoppers. <laughs>